Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. Today we'll be covering updates on our dating and relationship statuses, current trends that we love and ones that we cannot get behind, and listener Q&A. Hello everyone, I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Okay, so let's start with updates on our dating and relationship statuses. I feel like this is something that like just girlfriends ask each other and are just curious to know about. So I feel like it's only suiting for us to give a little inside peek on our lives. Right. And, you know, my status hasn't changed, so there's nothing new there. Forever single. But um, yeah, I think we should give a little bit of an update. I mean, you're about to get married in a couple months. So that's exciting. She's still engaged, guys. I'm still engaged, guys. Nothing's been broken off. Still going strong. Oh, no. Yeah. So like Diana mentioned, um, currently engaged, still with plans to wed this fall 2020, hoping that it doesn't change. But, you know, we'll go with Fingers we'll crossed. go with the flow if it needs to. But what not many people know is that we actually met on a dating app. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to plug the dating app right now, which I actually used to be super like insecure and not wanting to tell people that. I met my fiance on a dating app, especially this one. Right. Um, so I met him on Tinder. Ooh. So we actually matched like upwards of five times. And we just went back and forth of deleting our profiles because as many of you know, and if you've dabbled in the Tinder dating app, it's not the best when it comes to actual dates. 
especially now. There's a lot of creeps on there. So mm-hmm. you'll end up downloading it, using it for a while. You'll come across a whole bunch of creeps or just like not people you're interested in and delete it. And so that's exactly yeah. what we ended up doing back and forth. And we just, we kept matching with each other and I didn't realize it at the time, but he had actually brought it up. And it was funny that we kept deleting the profiles and then rematching <laughs> before we actually started talking with each other. But I feel like dating apps in general are just a great place for you to get to meet people that you wouldn't normally meet with and kind of kind of like push your comfort levels and and sometimes it works out and you want to meet back up with that person again and a lot of the times it doesn't go well or you quickly realize like I am not freaking compatible with this person I need to get the hell mm-hmm. out of here but yeah so back at the time in which I had first met my fiance I had really challenged myself going into the new year. So this was the new year of um, 2016 that I was going to say yes more to people that I had matched with. Yes, meaning like go and meet up with them and go to dinner, coffee dates, get your mind out of the gutter people. Just just (laughs) meeting them in person versus just messaging with them and then ghosting them if I didn't like them. And it really helped to kind of define what are my deal breakers what are my likes dislikes it was just really helpful but it took like that leap of being like all right I'm gonna say yes I'm not gonna sit here and just keep messaging and then trying to find flaws in people for a reason to stop messaging them and and yeah that's a good story. Now, I'm terrified of dating apps, so I refuse to, like, stay on there more than, like, an hour. Well, so give us, <laughs> give us a little bit of rationale. What's, what's your fear? So, uh, first of all, I feel like I'm not going to match with, like, anyone that I tr- swipe right with. Mm. And then there's the issue of, like, people seeming like they're nice and my type and then they turn out to be creepy or they're like hey want to meet up and it's like the first five minutes of meeting them I'm like uh can we wait like a month or a year but (laughs) yeah and I hate to say it that's gonna be on every single dating app platform unfortunately no matter what yes I agree and um I think I just need to get out of my head and just Break out of my comfort zone, really. It's really my comfort zone that's holding me back. So I need to just get over it and just put myself out there more. Although I do want to meet people in person, sort of first, get a vibe of them and not do the dating app. So it's a battle. It's back and forth with me. And I think that's okay. You can bounce back and forth. I mean, meeting people organically, that's the olden ways. And that was the go-to ways. And it's still a good option. I wanted to touch base on this phrase or this like mantra that people were thinking of and like constantly drilling into my head, like in college when, when just doing casual dating is that you should only date someone you see yourself marrying. And I so Mm. do not agree with that. And give me a minute, people, before you start lashing out. I think <laughs> there are time periods in your life when you're wanting to broaden your horizons, become more in tune with what you're looking for, and, and just have a companion during that time frame. I feel like so long as you and the other person are aware of each other's intentions, then that's all that should matter. But I don't think you should be going into dates and automatically eliminating a person because you don't see yourself marrying them. I mean, there's right. there's so many people that are now married and it took 
dates upon dates upon dates before they could even vet that person as being a, a viable option as a date, let alone getting married to them. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of too fast too soon. Like you need to let be, I don't know, what's the word? Can we phone a friend, please? Um, (laughs) No, I think we should be more flexible and just a little spontaneous. That's the word, Mm -hmm. a little more spontaneous and just not go into everything so seriously. Just relax, have fun a little bit and just feel it out. If it doesn't work out and they're creepy, so be it. But don't be like, oh, my God, I can see myself marrying him. And then it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's it's way too much. I so, so agree. Next, we'll be talking about our current trends that we love and the ones that we just cannot get behind. Now, this trend is like very old. I want to say 70s and brought it back in the 90s a little bit is tie dye. I love tie-dye so much. I think it's so flattering on male or female or non-binary, whichever. And I just think it's just fun. It's bright, but sometimes it doesn't have to be that loud either. So it's a great way to express yourself. Holy cannoli. Are you a dang mind reader? Because I literally wrote that down. Current trends that I love tie-dye and I feel like that's such like a, a basic answer right now because it True. it is such a big trend with it being summertime but there's so many different clothing companies and brands that have come out with tie-dye pieces and like you said a lot of them are in like these pastel colors versus like the traditional very bright vibrant tie-dye colors that we saw in like 70s and 90s so yeah. I, I feel like it's it's easier for more people to wear and uh, it's just getting a bigger draw from other people. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be neon colors. They can be warm colors. They can be not so bright. So it's up for your preference. Mm-hmm. So what tie-dye pieces do you have in your collection? Um, I have tie-dye sweatpants, and they're yellow and white. They're mm. so comfortable. I love them. I actually have a picture of them on Instagram. And I just think they're so flattering, especially the shape of the sweatpants. But the color just pops without being like obnoxiously loud. Mm-hmm. So it's just yellow is my favorite color. If any of you didn't know, I just obsess over yellow. So that's the main reason why I love it. Yeah, you'll slowly begin to learn that Diana is just absolutely obsessed with yellow. But go to her yeah. page and double tap that tie dye <laughs> sweatpants if you really like them. So currently, I have like three or four tie-dye bathing suits, which again, shocker, Naomi's talking about bathing suits. Oh my God, do they talk about anything else? But I also have a tie-dye romper and just like some other one-off pieces. So I'm not just having tie-dye bathing suits, but I just love tie-dye. It just brings in like a lighthearted, fun element to your style. And I I feel like that just reflects upon your personality. Yeah. Another trend I'm liking are biker shorts. Now, these are very 80s sort of, and you have to have the right outfits on. Like some people are get a little funky and wear like a blazer with it, which can look nice depending how you style it. Mm -hmm. And then another way is to wear like a cropped top with it. So like you're 
biker shorts are a little high waisted and then it's a crop top and it just makes you look long and lean. It's just so flattering. Yeah, I agree. I think biker shorts are like the new leggings or at least for summertime they are. Yes. I'm seeing them all over the place. All right. So you ready to move on to some trends that we just can't get behind? Yes. I There's just so many. I can't think of one right now, but what's your trend that you hate? All right. So I'm going to forewarn everybody. People are either going to really agree with me or they're really going to be against it. And I apologize in advance, but it is these dang bucket hats. I Uh, really just don't know what it is about this look, but me personally, I cannot get behind it. And there are so many high-end designers that have come out with various options of them this summer. And I'm just like, no, thanks. I'm going to pass. Yeah, it's so simple, but it's not. It's just not right. It just makes your head look flat. It just, it's unflattering. It makes you look sort of lazy and sloppy a little bit, in my opinion. And I just, yeah. I could do without it. Yeah, I was looking up online just to see what, people's general feedback and like reactions and consensus was to this bucket hat trend. And I came across a comment that was on cafemom.com, which it had some interesting information on there. And it said, I quote, bucket hats are the headwear equivalent of wearing a rolling backpack. And I literally laughed out loud. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. I think I actually had a rolling backpack because there was this whole trend of like, don't wear backpacks. It's bad for your back. Mm-hmm. There's going to be future bad backs in the world, blah, 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 blah. So that's very 2000s. Oh, Diana, you are preaching to the rolling backpack queen. Mm-hmm. I was so cool, guys, in school. I had light up rolling wheels. And I actually even had to use it in high school at one point when I hurt my tailbone because I couldn't wear a backpack. So, you know, I was like so super popular having a rolling backpack with light up wheels in high school. Welcome to my life. (laughs) You poor thing. Like, wow. A trend that I hate is the dad sandals. Now, those have got to go. I've seen Chanel once trending on like bloggers and influencers and Instagrammers. So people who think they're relevant, but not just kidding. But (laughs) shade. Wait, so can can you give a little bit more details? Like, what do you mean by dad sandals? Basically, the whole foot is out, but there's a couple straps like over the toes and then around your ankle. So it's like the Velcro ones. Like Chacos? Yeah. Mm. They're so ugly. And I saw, like I said, the Chanel ones. And I'm like, Chanel, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be an amazing designer and you're creating this trash what is this oh man so diana will not be caught dead in the dad sandals everybody (laughs) no 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 so our next topic is listeners q a we have a question from a listener we actually have three questions from three different listeners And her question is, when talking of thriving, we as young women compare ourselves to others. How do you cope with knowing that you are just on the start of your journey when comparing yourself to someone's further along? Mm. That's a great question. I think so, too. And I can go ahead and take a first stab at it. Okay. Um, So me personally... I mean, this is going to sound so cliche, but I try not to compare myself to others. But, you know, it's challenging when you follow people that are around your age through social media. 
and just like friends through social media as well, just maybe due to distance. But what everyone posts on social media is their best selves. You're always going to put the prettiest picture, the best pose, you name it, and the best glimpse of your life on social media. And so I feel like it's super tricky to not get so bogged down when you're looking at people's social media pages. And I feel that it's just... It's important to keep in mind because you can easily fall into the trap of thinking, why can't I be like this person? Why can't I go and travel like this person? All sorts of questions like that that may come up. So I just try to take all of that with a grain of salt and think back on all the successes that I've had personally and the loved ones that I'm very lucky to have in my life just to to keep myself grounded and kind of away from that negative headspace. I also feel that there's this stigma of needing to have your life fully mapped out and in this yes. neat little put together package when you're in your 20s and 30s. And I just don't feel that's realistic. We're growing and learning every day. So to become so hyper-focused on being and needing to be perfect right now is only going to prevent you from growing into something potentially bigger that you could have possibly been. And we've we all have different aspirations in life and and when it comes to to timelines and those different goals and aspirations, if you're comparing yourself to someone else, I mean they have completely different goals, completely different timelines. It's comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, I agree. I think that you can't just compare yourself to someone else when you don't know their background, their history and all that. So their chapter twenty may look like chapter one to you, but mm-hmm. it's not. So you can't compare yourself to someone else just based on a photo or, yeah, basically a photo. Yeah. So I think I try to ignore it as much as possible. If I find I'm comparing myself too much, I'll just delete social media and just take a break. Like remember back in like right after college, actually, I stopped using Instagram Mm -hmm. and Facebook for like four years. And then I finally joined back. Yeah. So just take a break when you feel overwhelmed or anxious about comparing yourself to others. I think it's important to make sure you're okay and to not just make yourself aggravated over nothing. I second that wholeheartedly. And just like more specifically for social media. So many different social media applications allow you to follow someone, but you don't see their posts in your feed. So mm-hmm. if if you're looking through your feed and you eventually identify someone that's like a trigger point for you that makes you start feeling down upon yourself, you can still be friends or still follow them, but you can um, adjust the settings on their profile to where you're not seeing their posts constantly and and keep getting hit in the face with their lavish travel and and all this stuff just so you're not feeling down on yourself. Right. Just mute their account and they won't notice whether you're looking at it or not. It's a simple solution. Mm-hmm. I mute lots of people. So. Same. <laughs> Love it. So the next question is, what varying subscription services have you or had used? What are your thoughts and learnings from those services? And you can't live without items from those subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Some subscription services that I'm either currently using or have used in the past. And don't judge me because this list is going to be a little bit long. Um, so I've used Just Fab, Birchbox, mm-hmm. Ipsy. Scentbird, Care of, 
Billy and HelloFresh. So like ranges of, ranges of like beauty and fashion related services along with like foods and vitamins and supplement services. But all of them have pros and cons like as you would expect that they would. But I feel like they've all opened my eyes to products that I may not have tried, but now I, I really enjoy. Yeah, I think subscriptions are a good way to test out different products and see which ones you like and which ones are the most effective for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually not subscribed to any like physical products, but I do subscribe to things like Skillshare, which is a great platform to learn different skills or polish up on your skills. Like I love my iPad and I draw on it and procreate. So I try to find tutorials on different drawing techniques. And that really helped me to become more creative and just take care of myself with Mm -hmm. my mental health because I'm just practicing and being creative and not worrying about something so serious. Just taking time to learn something and just relax with it, I think. That's a good service to look for. Yeah, absolutely. And for subscription services that are offering like products, I mean, the one pro and it's the most common sense pro is the convenience factor. I mean, you're you're able to pre-select items and have them shipped directly to your doorstep. I mean, it can't get much easier than that, really. I do know that some cons that I've had with some subscription services is that while they may offer like a skip option, for that refill or for that month, it is truly on you to keep track of that when the skip option needs to be selected. Otherwise, you'll still get charged for that refill or that month's authoring. True. Um, But overall, I think subscription services are amazing. I highly suggest to not do more than two or three at a time because Mm -hmm. it makes it terribly difficult to keep track of everything. And you'll have a better understanding as to what the subscription service offers and the fine details. Yeah. So some items that I've gotten and really enjoyed from the subscriptions, I have, let's see, two of them. One of them is a perfume. And I actually had gotten a little sampler vial of it from Scentbird. It's the Kat Von D Saint Perfume. It has Mm. such a smooth, sexy smell that you can wear day or nighttime, which I feel is a good crossover because not a whole lot of these like sexy smelling perfumes can you wear during the day and not give off like a weird vibe. Like you're working (laughs) a different profession if you catch my drift. Yeah. (laughs) And another product that I really liked, I believe that I had gotten it from Birchbox or Ipsy. I I can't really remember which one, but it was it was some beauty service. It's the Living Proof Perfect Hair Day Dry Shampoo. So Mm -hmm. this is like a medium to maybe on the high side price range for a dry shampoo, but overall the scent and the performance of the dry shampoo itself is just great. Yeah, that sometimes uh, pricier products are better, but not always, not Mm -hmm. always. Yep, very true. Next question is, what do you know now that you would have loved to have been able to tell 15, 18, or 21-year-old selves? Ooh, this question is just, it's so loaded because we could seriously write a damn novel to our younger selves on the amount of things that like we stressed or worried about and that we could tell now and we could go on for like days or weeks. Yeah. Um, 
realizing that a lot of the things that we worried about like really wasn't that big of a deal but at the time like they felt so earth shattering or life-changing but we all really learn as we grow older that in reality those things were were small in the grand scheme of life itself and we could have spent that time towards things people or moments that we really enjoyed Um, I would say telling my younger self, I don't know. I feel like we have so many resources now. I think maybe I would tell myself to reach out and look for resources, especially for mental health, because I was really struggling in high school and a little bit in college. So I think reaching out for help earlier rather than later would have been better. Mm. But I'm definitely at a better place now, but it should have been caught a little bit earlier. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's actually a great point. I jotted down a couple of, of tips that I would give myself, my 15-year-old, 18-year-old, and 21-year-old self. So if we're able to time travel, 15-year-old Naomi, you better be listening to this. Try not to stress about not being able to have a normal high school life like your other classmates. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I both understand this and a, a lot of our friends do too because we are all doing competitive gymnastics. And it really did take away a lot of the activities and the the friendships that we could have gained in our high school time frame. At the time, that really got me down. But thinking about how deep of relationships I now have with my teammates during that time period, it's really something that I, I so appreciate to have now. Like we all have this common bond. We all went through the same struggles of not getting to go to parties, not yeah. really having boyfriends because we didn't have the time to give to them and not really having like this solid go-to group in high school. But we had each other during that time. So that would be what I'd tell my 15-year-old self is don't stress about not being normal in high school. That's a good one. Now, a tip for my 18-year-old self. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my 18-year-old self that's still in high school. We, so we haven't transitioned yet to college. But I would tell her to take a step back and look at how blessed you are. I mean, not many people have the opportunity to attend college. And I feel like I didn't necessarily take it for granted, but I, I basically knew it was a guarantee and it was, it was a given that I was going to be going to college. It was just choosing which one was going to be the best fit. Yes. Um, and again, as we grow, uh, we reflect back on the opportunity and the chances that we were given and think about how, how lucky we are to have been in that situation. Yes, I agree. I can't really think anything specifically that I would have told my 21-year-old self other than like just keep trucking along, keep pushing hard to do your best in college. So that way you're really confident when it comes to like job searches post-college. Um, what would I tell my 21 year old self? That's interesting. Uh, I feel like this is when you officially become an adult. I agree. So I think that don't make life feel stressful, but take it seriously. Like Mm -hmm. I would get my finances in order earlier, I would get maybe look for a job earlier or, or figure out what I really want to do with my life a little bit earlier. I mm-hmm. think those are the main points. Yeah, absolutely. So like we said, this was from the listeners Q&A. So we highly encourage our listeners to um, go to our various social media platforms. Um, we also have an email to just just shoot us some different questions, some different comments and and things that you want us to, to cover or give feedback on the show. We, we just would really greatly appreciate it. 
Yes. The more that you give us, the more we can give you. Yeah. And then we can create this connection through the headphones. Yes. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's end today's episode with today's Pinterest quote of the day. All right. So today's quote is, be the kind of person that makes other people want to up their game. I don't that's, know who the author is, though. <laughs> that's a nice one. Mm, ending with that I, positivity. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's the end of the show. So everyone leave. You made it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.